0: Hey everyone, welcome to our midweek podcast. Once again for the new year, it's 2019. We're so glad that you're taking the time to listen to this. Uh, We are actually going to start a brand new series for the next three weeks called Vista. And this week, my guest is Pastor Luke. He just preached on the weekend, uh, did a phenomenal job. And this is actually my interview with him. Well, Luke, it was it was a pleasure to listen to you on the weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, how did you feel? It was awesome.
1: It was such a, I think, just a privilege to get up there and, and just speak to such a diverse group of people. Like mm-hmm. you know, I I also love preaching, so it's just such an awesome opportunity to get up there and get to share with with my new church family, and for them to get to see
0: me, and then me get to interact with some new and different people afterwards. Really liked it. Awesome. Okay. Well. Your sermon was all about the Logos or the Word of God, and really pointing to Jesus. Yeah, you had so many other points as well, but I think for our time together, what is what is the one thing you you want people to really take away from your sermon this past weekend?
1: Yeah, I, I you know, it's always interesting. It's I heard this this person one time talking about books and how he dislikes books because you know they could really. Get through what they want to say in just a few pages, but then they, you know, add a couple hundred. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I kind of feel like a sermon's like that. Like we could really <laughs> condense what we wanted to say, but That's then true. we kind of we kind of expand on it to fill that time, and, and it's good. But you know, I'm reminded of a quote by Max Lucado from years ago, where he said, "You know, God loves you just the way that you are." But he wants—he he doesn't want you to stay that way. He wants you to be just like Jesus. And so that was really kind of in the back of my mind as I was prepping the sermon. Was, you know, at the end of the day, when we read scripture, it's so that we can know Christ, so that we can be like Christ. And so, so really, you know, my hope with with the, with my sermon and with this Vista series is that we're encouraging people to get into scripture so that they can be more like be more like Christ. So, so that's really, I think, at the end of
0: the day, what I, what I hope. People are, are taking away and, and what they're seeing from scripture as they read. Okay, so in your own experience, like how how has scripture shaped you? Like mm-hmm. what were some moments in time, or how has the overall narrative of scripture actually caused yeah. you to look more like Jesus? Because if that's a hope, I think fleshing yeah. that out for the folks and how it's actually worked itself out in your life mm-hmm. would be very helpful. Yeah, that's I mean that's really good. I,
1: I can remember my dad died when I was 19. And I remember it was almost exactly a year before I came across the, the, the verse in John sixteen thirty three where where Jesus is talking to his, his, to his disciples, and he's just finished saying to them, you know, I am the vine, you are the branches. Mm-hmm. And, and then he says, you know, like, I've told you all of these things, so that in me you may have life. For in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. And I just remember I heard that scripture, and I thought, oh, that's really good. And it just kind of stuck with me. And then I remember the morning that I was in the hospital room kind of cleaning my dad's stuff out and like trying to process that as a 19-year-old yeah. kid and and that verse just kind of came back to me yeah. and some other key verses in my life but just this idea of you know take heart like i've, I've overcome the world like you know tr- trust in me like i've got this type of thing yeah. and so i've just seen over and over in my life where where learning scripture and knowing scripture has come back in times to encourage and galvanize me and help me get through tough stuff um, so, I mean, that's, that's one of the ways that I, I think Scripture really has
0: um, helped me and what I, what I hope for other people as well. So the opposite, though, like yeah. when you're not investing time in Scripture and in actually following through with what Jesus is telling you or focusing in on how the, the Word is, mm-hmm. is being brought back to mind,
1: yeah. how
0: does it affect you? How does it affect relationships? How does it affect decision-making, mood, all of that stuff? Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's, you know, John says in chapter 20,
1: so quite a bit further than where we found ourselves this weekend, but in verses 30 and 31. Uh, he, John writes the kind of the purpose for John's gospel he says Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples which are not recorded in this book but mm-hmm. these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah the mm-hmm. Son of God and that by believing you may have life in his name mm-hmm. and that idea of having life and we know John ten ten, 10 like mm-hmm. he's come to give us life and life to the full like so I think that If these things are true, which we believe that they are, Mm -hmm. um, and that that Jesus has come to give us life so that we can know him, then scripture is about him. And so it really helps, I think, instruct the way that we live Mm -hmm. and the way that I live. I mean, it's so easy in our Christian circle. I mean, we think about church and we think about our faith kind of as this one little segment as a part of everything else. And even as a pastor, right, sometimes Mm -hmm. we can, and I'm sure you know this, like, (laughs) you know, as a pastor, you can... You know, you're a pastor Monday through Friday, and Mm -hmm. then on Sunday, you know. But in the evenings, you're a dad, and you're. Mm -hmm. But that Christian life, it it stays with you, and I think it should, and it does Mm -hmm. inform the way that we live, the decisions that we make. You know, whether you're on a PTA Mm -hmm. committee or you're on the board of a, a business or a condo association or whatever it is that that. When we take scripture seriously and when we, when we digest it and we're participating in it actively, mm-hmm. it helps us be people that are more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I think if we just want to get practical for a minute, it, it's not even about being spiritual as much as it, it helps us just avoid pain sometimes. <laughs> You know, like if we live yeah. if we live like Christ, so we love people, yeah, we good. we avoid lying, you know, we, we mm-hmm. try to be honorable and upright. I mean, it just it saves us from getting bit in the rear end mm-hmm. later by by some of the more
0: human actions that we we desire to do, right? And I think that was a big part of your sermon this weekend was talking about how like Yes, you can do this to be a good moral person. Yeah. You can follow everything that the Bible says to be a good moral person and Mm -hmm. avoid all of those Mm -hmm. things. But you brought up this bit about relationship with Jesus. Yeah. That it actually does lead you to the person of Christ. That it's a it's it's a window. It's not it, it, it's something that leads you to falling in love with Jesus more yeah. and understanding who He is as a person. And mm-hmm. I I thought that was really good. So, you, you, any more you want to say about that? Yeah, I, I think that that's I think that's really the point. I think
1: that you know I, I just have come to such stark realizations that that. People can study scripture and really it not affect them, mm-hmm. and it and it just it doesn't inform you. And so, so I think that we need to guard ourselves against that mm-hmm. about reading scripture in such a way that it it just becomes head knowledge, mm-hmm. you know. And that that you know, I said often we're educated beyond our obedience, and I think that that it's is good. just so so true. And I mean, I've been guilty of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, m- most mm-hmm. of us have. Like we we know more than we act, mm-hmm. and. So you know, I came across in First John. So not not John, but the other John. First John. uh, uh, I think it's in chapter three, verse two. He says, "Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known." Mm -hmm. So just to stop there, I think that's interesting because I mean, I think so often we're pursuing who we're meant to be, Mm -hmm. and we're so worried about the 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 finished product Mm -hmm. that we miss out on that. The journey between the two, right? Um, But then he goes on to say, but we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's interesting because we have this paradox in Scripture that we're living in the now and not yet, Mm -hmm. that we get glimpses of the kingdom. And so I think that in Scripture we get glimpses of who Christ is like so that we can be more like him. But someday we'll we'll stand in front of him and we'll know him completely and we'll also know us ourselves completely, which... We never really do. Um, So I think it's just kind of this grand narrative of trying to get us to live outside Mm -hmm. of ourselves and and live for something
0: more. So how would you encourage somebody who, like when it comes to Scripture, yes, we know we need to obey it, but we've all had tension points with Scripture. Yeah. Like I don't necessarily like everything that's in there naturally. Yeah. Like I don't read it and think, oh, I love this part. (laughs) the exactly. other parts that are so much easier to believe and take in and 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 deal with and actually do but then there are these spaces of scripture this ten, these tension points yeah. where it's actually very hard to obey yeah but how does that relate to our relationship with Jesus because you just talked about the journey yeah absolutely right and so people want that the end product they want the end game they want to be yeah. make sure that they're yeah. you know going to heaven and all of that stuff yeah but how does wrestling through the tensions of scripture, Make us more like Jesus, and, and should that be a joy for us? Like, what should, what should that look like, and how does it actually influence the way that we become more like Jesus in the end? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good question. Um, I, I think that
1: I think that often we we kind of dissociate the person of Jesus and the path of faith. We kind of do these two things, where Jesus is kind of at the end, and we're we're on this path mm-hmm. to get to him. But I think that that's actually wrong. I mm-hmm. think that the path and the person. Are the same. That's good. I think that as, you know, I, I mean, I think Jesus struggled too. I mean, we see it in the Garden of Gethsemane. I think, you know, we see Jesus struggle with some of these yeah. things. And, and, and I mean, for goodness sake, if he if he struggles, and struggled, as that human nature in him, um, then I think that we can we can partner in that as well. Like when we when we look at our direction in life, whatever that is. And we struggle with some of the more difficult portions of scripture. I think it's it's very similar to Jesus saying, God, like, if you're willing, take this cup from me. Mm-hmm. But if not, like I, I will follow you. Yeah, yeah. And I think that sometimes it's okay for us to just be real with God and say, like, listen, I don't I don't like this portion of Scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't understand this portion of Scripture, but God, I'm willing to just be humble and walk in your direction, even though I don't understand it right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And and kind of to add to that, I think sometimes sometimes we think we understand what Scripture's saying and we don't. Uh, you know, there's been times in my life where, where somebody has challenged me with something and all of a sudden I realize, like, man, I've, I've misunderstood this portion mm-hmm, of text. Mm-hmm. And then it opens up something entirely new to me. So I think living kind of with with our understanding of scripture, maybe a little bit loosely in mm-hmm. our hands to just trust that that if, if it changes, it's okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But at the same time, like really taking that posture of humility where, where we go, okay, God, I don't I don't understand what mm-hmm. you're doing. I don't understand why your word says this, but
0: um, I'm just gonna trust you until I learn more. Yeah. Well, that's good. And that's part of the relationship.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not
0: necessarily knowing how this all plays itself out, but knowing yeah. that, you know, like like a good parent, a kid might not necessarily understand how it all plays out, mm-hmm. but a parent always, a good parent anyway, always has a motivation for why they say certain things. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, when we're thinking of God, we yeah. might not necessarily understand why he says certain things. yeah. But ultimately, the end game... The process, the everything—it's been thought out. Yes. So to trust him is—is that's part of the journey of relationship with him. So.
1: Well, I think that's so good, and I I think too, like I'm reminded of—I recently read uh, somewhere the Latin root for the word identity is this idea of repeated beingness, and and it it struck me as so very Christian, but you know, Mm. in a you know, and I read that more in a secular context, but. But we talk all the time in Christian circles about this: our identity is Christ. Our identity is Christ, and we do that in a really passive way. We look at our identity as in in Christ and say, you know, yeah, just in a passive way. Like it's it's not something we have to do. But but the word identity literally means Mm -hmm. this idea of repeated choices, repeated beingness, Mm -hmm. like who you are as a person, repeating those actions, and that's why. That's why when we ch- start to go to the gym, for instance, and mm-hmm. you, you start to repeat the action of cardiovascular workouts mm-hmm. or strength workouts, that you begin to change more into an athletic type person or mm-hmm. somebody who maybe loses weight or whatever it is, um, that in the same way our Christian walk and our faith, it's it's a repeated beingness. It's this idea that as we continue to strive to be more like Christ, mm-hmm. you know, get into Scripture more for those reasons, I think we begin to take on his image and that's really the that's really the hope I think yeah, of, that's of what
0: scripture is. That's good. Well, hey thank you for all of these jewels of wisdom. I, I, I think, I think they're very helpful. Like it's not just something that we're saying for people to do. There's a reason why we're saying to people yeah. take time to actually read scripture. And that's yeah. why we're starting with a chapter a day. I mean, like yeah. you have to start somewhere. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm thankful that you, you preached the way that you did what you did. So thanks again for being part of this. Yeah. Uh, any last words? Me. No, I'm just so excited. I, I think that uh, I'm so excited to hear pastor Kate I'm really
1: excited to see, you know, you know, for those of you who don't know, Pastor Josh is going to be mm-hmm. wrapping up this series with kind of the how-to, mm-hmm. and and I'm just really excited because I think sometimes we get these ideas thrown at us and they're they're really in, inspirational, sure. but they're not enough to, to to get you into it. So I'm yeah. also looking forward to kind of the wrapping up of this sermon
0: series, and uh,
1: yeah, I'm just excited.
0: Thanks for Good. thanks for having me. Well, hey, thanks for coming and. Uh, I'm sure we'll get you back on the podcast sometime. Right on. All right. Right on. Okay. Thanks, Pastor Luke. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast. We're so thankful that you're actually taking the time to engage with the content too. Like the amount of comments and the amount of encouragement I've gotten around this podcast. It's just been amazing. So if you want to hear the other episodes from our previous series called Close Encounters, you can at elamchurch.podmean.com. You can also download every episode on iTunes. Just search up Elam Church. And as well, if you have any questions about uh, the rest of what it is that Elam does, you can go to our website, w www.elamchurch.ca and all the info of upcoming events and programs and everything it's all there so thank you again for taking the time to participate in this and to engage we so appreciate it have an incredible Wednesday see you next week